Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hey everyone, my name is Eddie, producer, legend, and host of my Crunchy podcast over on the Podmoth Media Network. If you're looking for something chaotic, somewhat messy, and very incomprehensible, then go stream my Crunchy podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So stop searching and start listening to all your new faves from the Podmoth Media Network team now. What's up, you guys? Hey, what's up, you guys? My name is Catherine. And I'm Haley. And we are Saturdays are for the Ghouls. A Podmoth podcast. Uh, this week is Campfire Week, so we are going to tell mm-hmm. you some spooky stories. Spooky. Some of these are stories are from our guest speaker, Haley, from Doe Identified Podcast, she, when she came on this month. So shout out to her. She read a few stories um, from Reddit with author's permission. And and then we have a user submission and there's a photo in that one. So we're going to try to post that on our Instagram for our our episode so you can Mm -hmm. see the creepy photo. So you better go check out the gram, people. Check it's out the gram. Ghouls on Instagram. It's pretty creepy, mm-hmm. right? Isn't Mind it? you, didn't we get this at like 2 a.m.? We got this at 2. Yeah, we got this submission like 2 a.m. I mean, it may not have been 2 a.m. for them because they could have lived anywhere. But we got it at like 2 a.m. in the morning. It was pretty creepy. You'll find mm-hmm. out. It's the last story. So um, spec, relax, get ready to get spooked. And spooky babes, we will see you. In your nightmare. <sighs> Some stories are read with the contributor's permission. Some stories originally appeared on the listener episodes of the Audacity podcast. So my roommate and I were hanging out in her room and her boyfriend and his friend had just told us they were leaving and would be right back. About five minutes go by and we hear what sounds like men talking in our living room. She shouts hello to see who it is and make sure it's not her boyfriend. The talking stops and someone on a walkie responds with, it's okay, sweetie, and nothing else. We close her door, lock it, and call 911. When the cops show up, nobody was in the house, but the sliding door was open and the freezer, question mark, 
Since last night, we've been hearing the walkie-talkie frequency somewhere in our house, and it sounds like they hit it somewhere. We tore apart our living room and couldn't find it, but we keep hearing the beep. It makes when there's someone on the same channel. We are very scared. My whole family has trouble sleeping, and we've been to the doctors to have it checked. My father was an insomniac, and my mother has trouble getting to sleep. I've always had nightmares. I guess some people call them night terrors. And often have dreams about a man that has a wide-brimmed hat. The top of the hat is sometimes pointy, kind of like a witch's hat. But I think this might be just the way I see him or the way he appears to me. I've read a lot about other people's experiences and about shadow people. And I'm not sure if what I'm experiencing is real or not. I know it terrifies me when I see him and I can't move. I never talked to anyone about him because I thought they'd think I was crazy. So when I was younger, around 11 to 12, I almost got kidnapped. I was out playing with my mates during the day. School was canceled and it was heavily snowing the night before. The friends I was with live only a 15 to 20 minute walk from my house in an open area. I walked down an alleyway close to my home as I always did. There's a lot of houses around there and it was broad daylight so I thought it would be safe. I don't know why but when I was walking down the alleyway I had a sudden urge to turn around. I saw a bald man with a gray scruffy beard tanned with blue eyes and a white t-shirt and jeans in which looked to be in his late 40s, early 50s, sprinting full speed at me with the scariest look on his face I have ever seen. I can still remember his face to this day if I was to ever see him again. Without hesitation, I sprinted literally for my life towards the end of the alleyway until I got home and didn't turn once. Luckily, I was pretty quick for my age and had appropriate footwear on for the snow. I remember a small girl outside her house about 50 meters away from the alleyway asking if that man was chasing me. I ignored her sprinting. I have no idea how close he was to me if anyone saw it, but it's been playing on my mind now as I'm older just how badly this could have gone and if I didn't feel the urge to turn around if I'd still be here to this day. The fact I still live in the same house and the alleyway is visible from the back of my house is extremely unsettling. I have never been down there since and never will again. I take the longer route to get home. Moral of the story is really, no matter how safe you think you are in broad daylight with houses still around you, especially as a child, take the long way home if it means you're going to be safe. I'm an expat living in Central America and have always seen shadows. They look like little people, but more often than not, they're just black blobs. Sometimes I think they want to tell me something because of the way they appear. Sometimes it looks like they're gesturing or trying to get my attention. I'm not sure what they want, but I don't try to talk to them. I'm afraid to try because of what I've heard and read about possession and communicating with people from the other side. I see them regularly, several times a week. When I see them, I also sometimes see a man wearing a top hat. He doesn't say anything either, but he also doesn't do any gesturing. I wonder sometimes if he wants them to deliver his message for him. 
This happened in 1989. I had given birth to my son early in the morning the day before. I'd lost a fair bit of blood, but had been up walking at least once by then, so I wasn't too dopey. My son was sleeping in his bassinet next to my bed. A nurse I hadn't seen before came into my room and grabbed hold of one end of the bassinet and started to pull it away. I grabbed the other end and said, what are you doing? She said she was taking him away for his blood tests. Now I happened to be a registered nurse and I knew what sorts of things were done to newborns and he had already had his tests. I pointed to the bandaid on his little heel and said, he's, he's already had his tests. So what sort of tests are you talking about? And she muttered something about not being sure, but there was some test he needed. I maintained my fast hold on the bassinet and told her to find out what test and then let me know. She went away and never came back. And honestly, I was so out of it. I never even thought to mention it to anyone. But the fact is several babies have been taken that summer by imposters dressed in uniforms. So I will never know for sure. But I felt like we dodged a bullet. It was a Tuesday, late morning hours. Me and my best friend started a hike on a trail in Daniel Boone National Forest. It was about a two mile hike that led to a beautiful waterfall. So we're maybe a quarter of a mile to a half a mile in and we're taking mass pictures because it's one of the prettier trails that we've been on. Backtrack, I've been able to hear and feel energies all my life. Okay, so my friend is about 20 feet in front of me and I hear a second set of footsteps come in beside me. I could feel someone there, but I couldn't see him. My friend is open to what I deal with. Her daughter and I connect because she has abilities too. My friend has moments she just doesn't want to deal with it because she gets creeped out. So I tell her, hey girl, we have company. Well, she wasn't in the mood and she said something like, oh, don't start that back there. So I shrugged it off and we kept on. Maybe about 200 yards from the falls, there was a cool rock face and boulders that we both wanted pictures of. You can see my friend's back in the picture being that I was behind her. We took all of our pictures and went up and sat behind the falls to rest. Made our way back about 45 minutes later. Now we didn't pass any people the entire time because it was a weekday. Until the top of the trail, there was a man and who I assume was his son and their two dogs were coming in. So we get home and we're looking at the pics and she says, Oh my gosh, girl, I thought you were teasing me. But my hiking buddy had posed for her in the photo. If you zoom in, you can see the man on the rocks in front of the boulders with no distinct facial features, wearing a black tracksuit and a white ball cap. And notice he's also somewhat transparent. Hi, this is Kelly. And this is Jenna. We're the hosts of ODFN. That's one from murder. Each week, we discuss a true crime murder case. And intertwine our unique sense of dark humor. Each episode relates to a word starting with the letter D. The stories we tell are serious and true. Our opinions are not. But be warned, we don't hold back on the details of the case. Or our inappropriate comments and colorful language. Join us every Monday on your favorite podcast provider for a new episode of ODFM. We're on a full ride scholarship to hell. <laughs>